The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. and personal with some of your favorite female porn stars on In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, In Bed showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular female performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Today is Wednesday, June 3rd, 2015. Listeners, please welcome our special guest, fan favorite porn performer, Chanel Hart. Welcome to the show, Chanel. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming back. For the listeners that have been following the station, you were on the station about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, on the Poppy Chulo show, and now you're here on my one-on-one show. Ooh, yes, so it has been too long. That's how I feel. <laughs> it really has been. I'm really excited that you're back so that we can chat about this fantastic career that you've had in the industry. I mean, your career has grown immensely since the last time that we chatted. Yes, it has been such an awesome journey of mine. I mean, like, everything from just being part of some really awesome productions to being nominated this year at ABM for Best New Starlet. Um, it has been a great, great journey, and I'm so thankful. Absolutely. So I'm excited to chat about it. And as we typically do here on In Bed with Papi Chulo, we're going to step into the boudoir and we're going to get some of your physical stats. What's your height and weight? I am 5'3 and I'm 128 pounds. Give the listeners your sexy measurements. My measurements, I'm a 32B. I have cute little small titties. <laughs> and I have a 24-inch waist and a 40-inch ass. So I'm officially part of the 40 Club. Bam! <laughs> yes, I used to be 38, so my ass has actually grown two inches within like the last year. So yay me. <laughs> Not bad. Major props. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. What's your ethnic background? I am... African-American, a.k.a. Black. (laughs) Nothing more. Just that. What's your zodiac sign? I am a Cancer. My birthday is July 3rd. Awesome. Happy early birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. And how old are you? I will be 22 years old this year. Awesome. Very cool. And it's pretty, I'm feeling pretty bittersweet about it, though. Because I like being 21. Because I like being 21. (laughs) I'm like, that's such an awesome age. Like, just when I say it, I'm like, oh, I'm 21. It makes me sound all cool. Like, 22 is just like whatever. Well, there you go. So, yeah. That's awesome. So let's go back in time. And I want to start off the interview by getting to know the woman behind the performer. Where are you originally from? Ooh, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Very cool. And can you share with the listeners and myself, of course, what life was like for you growing up? What was Chanel Hart like as a kid, as a teenager? Hmm. So I came from a middle class family. I'm the youngest of four children. So I've always gotten my way and I've always got away with stuff. (laughs) Um, Life was cool growing up. I mean, now that I live in California, I noticed that like there's some things that I just don't like about the West Coast compared to growing up on the East Coast, like as far as the weather and stuff. Like, don't get me wrong, LA is beautiful, but I loved growing up in the snow. I loved sledding as a kid. I loved playing in the snow. So I miss that. <laughs> as a teenager, I was I was pretty cool as a teenager. A little, a little crazy, you know. I had my little fair share of like ditching school and hanging out with boys and stuff, but. <laughs> I was actually pretty pretty damn good compared to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I always I always hung out with the wrong people though. That was kind of like my thing. Mm. I always hung out with the bad kids, the bad kids and the older girls. I don't know what it is, but I, I like all my friends older. They're like always like six plus years older than me. 
That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is actually. But I mean, even now it's sort of like that. Like all my friends are a good amount older than me. You know, we learn from each other. You know, like it. I feel like it's better like that, though. I'm not surrounded by a whole bunch of other crazy 21-year-olds because I would probably be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> That's very true. So, so you're probably saving yeah. yourself uh, a lot of, yeah, like yeah. you said, a lot of trouble. Exactly, exactly. So life was cool growing up. I loved it. Pittsburgh is awesome. Not bad. So what was going on with your life prior to entering the industry? Um, before the industry, I was actually a retail manager which is super boring, but yeah, that was my life. So I worked in retail for a couple of years. And when I was 19, I just had this grand idea that I was just going to move to California. Even though I had never been here a day in my life, I didn't know, I only knew one person here. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and pursue this. That's interesting. So when you moved to L.A., what was going on? Is this where you made your connection into the adult industry or what was going on once you made the big move? Well, actually, I had already contacted my agent and everything prior to um, actually getting started in the industry. Well, actually moving here. I had spoke with my agent at least a month before everything was official. <laughs> oh, wow. so, so by the time I got to California, I was actually signing my contract uh, the second day. That's what's up. So what brought this interest in joining the adult industry? Um, well, I've always been a little promiscuous, you know, like, so I've always had this, this side of me that I was comfortable with, you know, like I've always been super comfortable with boys and I never, how can I put this? I never was really shy about my body or my sexuality, you know, like, uh, I'm very comfortable with it, and at some point, I just was like, you know what, I can do this. I used to watch a lot of porn as well, so even when I was super young, it shouldn't have been, I was watching some porn, and one day, I was just having such awesome sex with this guy friend of mine, I was like, you know what, I can do this. I was like, I can fucking do that. I can do what this girl's doing, so it was just kind of like a leap of faith. (laughs) So when you moved to California, how long after the move did you get your first scene work and what was that experience like the first time that you're on set so i moved here the fourth i signed my contract june 6th um and then my first scene i believe was june 16th if i'm not mistaken and it was for reality kings and it was awesome actually it was it, it wasn't so much that the scene was awesome because i was really new and pretty amateurish but what was so awesome about it was that i felt comfortable i had a female director I worked with awesome talent and it was like, it was basically a good introduction into the industry. You know, like I had a makeup artist, you know, it was a good studio. It wasn't like scary, you know, because some girls first experiences in the industry is like, whoa, like that happened to you. It's like some creepy guy in a hotel room. And I didn't have that experience. So I was really happy. I feel like I started it off great, actually. Nice. Well, you shot on my birthday, so it was like an extra special lucky day. (laughs) See, look at that. I was getting some on your birthday. Exactly. Who were you paired up with? Happy birthday to you. Thank you so much. I'm glad you could come. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually paired up with Clover Triple X. Oh, okay, cool. So it's good to hear that your first set experience was uh, a positive one. So in total, how long have you been in the business? Um, so I guess June 16th was my first scene, so almost two years. It'll be two years, June 16th, officially. Nice. Congratulations. Early congratulations on your two-year anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. It's so scary. It's so weird. I'm like, man, this two years went went by so fast. Like, I'm like, I've been so much in these last two years. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I didn't got all types of and everything so i'm very accurate it's been it's been awesome yes yes i'm loving it can't complain speaking about something i love i love the name that you picked chanel hart how did you come up with your porn name um well i actually just made it up (laughs) think i'm glad you like it because i always tell my friends i'm like i should have fucking choose a different name i'm like i could have had a cooler stage name because now that i hear all these names it gives you ideas so, Chanel Hart is cool, but it's actually just a spinoff of my real name. 
Well, it was a good choice. I think it's unique enough in this industry where, you know, there are, there are a lot of performers that have very similar names. So I think it's mm -hmm. unique. Thank you. And I think it's really sweet. And it kind of fits what I'm going for, you know, expensive and super sweet. So, hey, what girl doesn't like Chanel? And who doesn't want a girl with a heart? A good heart. <laughs> exactly. Let's oh, yeah. let's break a scene down. In a scene, what's your most favorite thing to do? Oral, badge, or anal? Mm, badge. I don't do anal. No anal for me. So badge would be my favorite thing to do. But I guess you can say like my like my favorite favorite thing to do is like spit in somebody's mouth. Okay. <laughs> that is like my favorite thing to do because I think it's so hot and so erotic. Like yesterday, I got to actually swap spit with Rena Sky, and it was so amazing. Like literally, so amazing. Thank you. Sky <laughs> just told me I was pretty, <laughs> but it was awesome. And I like so I like spitting in people's mouths. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> in a scene, what's your favorite mm -hmm. sexual position, and does it differ from your favorite position off camera? Mm. I guess so. Well, no, actually, no, because I'm a really big fan of doggy style, but not like bent over type doggy. I like to be on like all fours, like all leveled and fucked from behind. <laughs> Chanel Hart knows how to paint a visual. Oh, really? Was that good? <laughs> I can even get, I can go into more detail if you want me to. <laughs> that was very but, good. Yeah, so that's how I like being fucked. Because, I don't know, like, when a guy's hitting it from the back, I like to put, like, his hands, like, on the back of my neck and down my shoulders. And I like to feel him gripping my waist when he's stroking it. So, yeah, that's my thing. Not bad. And, of <laughs> course, we all know how a scene ends with the pop shot. Where do you prefer the pop to land? Hmm... Depends on how I'm feeling that day, dude. This is serious. It depends on how I'm feeling that day. So if my makeup is like really, really good, I'd really like them to come on my butt. But if my makeup is mediocre, they can totally paint my face. So yeah, it just depends on how I'm feeling that day. Makes sense. Mm hmm So, you know, if I'm feeling extra pretty, I'm like, please don't come on my face. Please. Not in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. How would you describe your fuck style? Mm, passionate, raw, and really dirty. <laughs> Every time I'm on set, you know, regardless of anything, I'm looking for my co-star to actually share something with me. Like, I'm looking for some type of genuine feeling from them. You know, like when I'm looking in their eyes and when I'm touching them, like I'm looking for something real from them so that it does portray to the camera so that everybody can see that we are actually enjoying ourselves. So. I like that. And I think it's, it's evidence in your scene work. Yeah, I try. You know, especially when I'm sucking dick. I really want to be passionate about it. I really just want to choke on it and uh, get it nice and wet. I'm really good at giving head, though. You know, I don't know if anybody noticed, but I'm pretty good at that. Chanel Hart is a head doctor. I am. I am certified. She's got a PhD in PhD. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So because I'm such a giver, like, I don't like guys who don't give it the same. Like, I hate guys who are fucking shitty at oral. It's just like, what are you doing down there? Get from between my legs. <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it right. Who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? Mm. So, some of the best performers. Prince Yashua is awesome. You know, like, he's really super dope. And I just like him because he takes kind of control. Like, I'm, I'm attracted to men like that if I'm in the mood. <laughs> but, yeah, I like the fact that he takes control and stuff. So. That's really, that's really hot to me. And you know what? Mr. Pete, too. I really like fucking him, too, because he's really dirty. Like, he makes me do all types of shit that I probably wouldn't do normally. You know, like, he tries to, like, take me there. <laughs> I like when I can uh, try to get a guy to take me there. And John John, too. John John's awesome. Like, and we just did a super, super hot scene. It's going to be for Elegant Angel, and it's porn 
top black models and me and John John killed that scene. I mean, like it was nothing but fireworks. It was choking. It was spitting. It was eye contact. It was everything. It was everything a porno should be. Nice. <laughs> Certainly something to look forward to. So now let's mm -hmm. shift gears and let's talk about performers that you haven't worked with yet. Are there any performers out there that, uh, that's on uh, sort of like your must do list? Uh, yes. So, okay. Wait, I lost my thought. Yeah, there is. Be a Bella Danger is like really on my to-do list. Like I must do her type list. Like for real. And she's like, she's like one of the hottest new starlets coming up right now. She's super dope. She's so cute. She has a big old booty. And she's nasty too. And she's such a little slut. And she for reals about it. And I love it for her. I love it because, I love her because of it. You know, like... Uh, I like her rawness, so definitely a Bella Danger is on my to fuck list. Um, what about guys? Don't give a fuck any guys. I think so. Damien Dice, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna hit that too. <laughs> 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 and when I, when I first met Damien, he was all like, "I never had sex with a black girl." I'm all like, "Oh my god, that's so hot! I just want to fuck you right now." But I couldn't because I was giving my pussy to somebody else that day. But Yes, Damien Dice is on my to-do list. <laughs> so, next time I get to request a person, it'll probably be him or Bella. Not bad. Yeah. Are there any performers <laughs> in the industry, or even people behind the camera, that you look up to? Whose career trajectories uh, inspire you to, you know, to continue to work on your career in the business? Uh, there's a number of, of women. Um, Misty Stone has been my friend and mentor from the very beginning. Um, I adore Misty. I love everything about her. I feel like she works super hard and she's always, she, she's perfection, you know, like she's not half-assed in anything, you know, like she brings her all. So I really love Misty. I look up to her ambition. Um, Naomi Banks is um, somebody else who I admire because even though Naomi is not performing, she's very relevant and she's not letting her brand die. You know, I feel like that's a big part of being a part of this industry is we're trying to build a brand so that it can carry on past our performing days. You know, you want it to carry on past your performing days so that you always make money off of it. And I feel like she's done a really good job at that. Her and Heather Hunter as well. Good choices. I'm actually about to start. Yeah, I like, because I'm really trying to progress and grow, you know, like as much as I'm like, oh yeah, like I like doing bloody stuff, I like having fun, like all that's fine and dandy, but at the same time, we're all trying to get somewhere in life, and I'm trying to be successful, I'm trying to own houses, I'm trying to own cars, so at the end of the day, those are the type of women I want to look up to, women who already have those things, you know, because it just shows you where you can go. Mm -hmm. All good so. points, fantastic answer. Ah, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Do you watch your own scenes or films that you've been in? I like to, yes. Um, it's a little, it used to be a little hard, you know, sometimes you cringe a little bit, but, you know, honestly, it's like, you kind of have to, because you want to know what you're doing wrong. You know, you want to know what angle really flatters you, which really don't. And lately I've been watching it because I'm trying to go, like, get back in the gym and everything, keep my body right, so I'm like, I'm trying to see some progression, you know, like compare it from the first scene, compare it to now, you know, like I want to see that I'm like toning up and getting mm -hmm. right and just becoming a better performer altogether, you know, making sure that I'm engaging my fans. So, yeah, I do watch my own scene. Long story short. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I want to discuss some of the uh, most recent projects that you've been involved in and I want to first start off by discussing your fantastic work with kink.com you've been on several okay. of their sort of um, I don't know what you want to call it sort of like branded niche sites you've been on device bondage mm -hmm. divine bitches mm -hmm. dungeon sex sadistic sex public disgrace and fucking machines <laughs> I've done all that shit <laughs> you really have that so. makes me proud when I think about it though you should be Go we ahead. need to get you in like a hardcore gangbang next or something Man, well, I, they're not going to do it. They're like, you don't do anal. So, like, I mean, what's the point if yeah. you don't do anal? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm still dope as shit. I'll still give you a good performance, but whatever. I guess I got to wait for those things. Very true. So, are you enjoying but, having fun and playing around with uh, fetishes on film? 
I'm absolutely loving it. I feel like each time I go to kink, I'm learning something new about myself that I enjoy sexually. You know, I feel like they push me to my limits. They they get me there, you know, and it, it's, it gets intense, you know, and sometimes I'm like, man, let's do more. Like, I don't want this to end. I want to just keep playing, like, but I can't. It's like they give me a little dose of my own medicine and then send me home. But I I love working in the fetish world, though. It's so awesome. And I feel like that's one of the most genuine performances you will ever get, you know, is when you're mixing the art of pleasure and pain. You know, how how much real can it get? How much raw, how much more raw can it get? That's very true. Because, yeah, it's like you can't really fake that. (laughs) You can't really fake that. Did you enjoy getting banged by a robot? Uh, not so much. I'm not really into, like, toys that fuck me, with, you know, and I can't really control it. <laughs> like, I like to be a, a little bit in control. So, it was okay, but it's not really my thing. I'm more of a pain sled. I like a lot of pinching on my nipples. I like a lot of face slapping and, you know, spinning and stuff like that. The fucking machines is just like, whatever. <laughs> Like, yeah, you can have my pussy. Yeah, sure. You're really killing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny. Another production that I want to discuss is a production for a company called Philly Films and its Lesbian Rehab, uh, which was released in 2014 and was directed by the amazing Diana DeVoe. What was that experience like? I, first of all, I love Diana DeVoe, like, and I, I'm sorry that I did not mention her when I was just talking about women who I look up to, because she is one of the only, I don't, I don't even think she directs anymore, but she was one of the only black female directors in our industry, and that's, that said a lot. She knew how to light us, she knew how to cater to us, you know, like, she, she's dope, first of all, and Alexis Monroe, uh I was one of like my best girl girls of all time because she's like a girl girl champion. She's just a big lesbian. <laughs> and during our scene, she just was, she was hot. Like she's older, and she was like my therapist. And I was like some fucked up ass teenager. And I'm like, I'm like, I wasn't listening to her, and I was like kind of being a bitch. And then she like fucks me, and she like chokes me with my panties, and she's being all mean and sexy. And then she sucks my panties in my mouth and like leaves me on the floor and walks away. <laughs> that was <laughs> it. Was dope. <laughs> it was really dope. I'd do it all over again with her. Not bad. Maybe Diana will join <laughs> in this time. Maybe I love that she has a big old booty too. Yeah, Diana's fantastic. Did she give you any words of yeah. advice? Um, she did. She actually did. Um, because we always talk about, you know, me being black in this industry because it matters. You know, as much as I don't want it to matter and as much as I hate talking about it, it matters still. So basically, Diana just told me to always just try to progress, you know, and she wants to see me grow. And not just like as a performer, but basically as just someone who's who's in it, you know, like producing and directing and stuff. So she's very supportive of my career. Very nice. Yeah, she's amazing. We had her on very early on into uh, Poppy Chula Radio's existence, and she gave a fantastic interview about the industry Mm -hmm. and her her experiences in front of and behind the camera. She's amazing. Yeah, she is. You know, and that's all I, I aspire to be is to just be great at the end of the day. You know, like when I'm pushing my 30s and I'm done performing per se, like I want to be able to shoot beautiful women and know what the hell I'm doing and produce good stuff. You know, they don't produce enough good stuff that's for us. It's very true. Yeah, like, and I'm, and honestly, between, well, between us and our listeners right now, I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm like, these people are getting on my nerves. And and it, and what sucks the most, and I'm probably just venting right now, what sucks the most is when I hear stuff like, oh, Chanel, why do you feel like that? Like, you're doing so well. And, you know, it, it's other girls. It's not you. You know, you're being shot. But even hearing that, oh, you know, black girls don't sell as much or, you know, like we can't, we don't, we can't market that or, or anything like that's still a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, like... It, it's like telling me, oh, you're not good enough. Like, and I don't like that shit. Like, I'm tired of that. And I get snubbed from shit. Like, 
say for instance, and I'm going to talk about this because this is very recent. This was on my Twitter and everything. I tweeted about basically there was a box cover. Well, not even the box cover. There was a movie made called the 2015 Best New Starlets. And I was basically snubbed from the DVD. Nobody asked me that I want to be a part of it. It was literally every fucking white girl I was nominated with. Every one of them. Just me. Just know me. And Scarlet Red wasn't in it either, which is weird because, you know, she, but maybe it was our agent or whatever it is. But I feel like we were snubbed and ignored. You know, like, I don't like that shit. Like, and I feel like a part of it is because I'm black. So, hey, until somebody be like, no, Chanel, it wasn't. Then, motherfucker, that's what I'm assuming because that's what it seems like. Like, I'm not good enough. As hard as I work, all these sticks I've been sucking. <laughs> and I ain't good enough. So, well, we I was appreciate very upset you about here that. on Poppy Chula Radio, <laughs> Chanel Hart. Thank you, Poppy. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. I, um, it's not as bad as it seems because I, you know, it's very true that I am doing well. My career is doing pretty good and stuff, but I still want so much more, you know, like. That's just like everybody trying to feed you crumbs. Like, no, it's, it's the whole piece. Like, no, these are fucking crumbs that you're serving me. This isn't a full meal. These are crumbs. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. You're right yeah. on uh, the money. <laughs> so, yeah. I, but what what I do feel about that is, you know, that just fuels my fire to start changing things and to just change things in me, you know, so that I'm not depending on this industry to feed me and to be my bread and butter, that I do need to start working on other things that are always want to make me money aside from this which is just making me money for now mm-hmm. it's very true so yeah i'm trying to grow man I'm trying to grow you can do it i have faith in you <laughs> thank you very much you're welcome another production that i want to discuss is something that came out earlier this year wicked pictures is barbarella triple x can you share with us a little bit about your experience on that set <clears throat> Well, I mean, it was awesome to be able to have that opportunity to shoot for Wicked Pictures. Um, that was my first Wicked movie, and, you know, I would love to work for them again. I feel like I love, like, there's a lot of studios who don't value their production, and they are one studio that does. They put the budget out there. They make sure everything is right, from costumes to makeup to everything. So it was a great day. I worked with Kurt Lockwood, and he's awesome. Me and Kurt share chemistry very 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 good so <laughs> we actually made a really hot scene that day and in the movie i was basically like a evil sorceress um i do kind of feel like i was snubbed on that too <laughs> only because i had zero lines and my picture is nowhere on the box cover i think i'm like on the back of it with but i'm in the picture with like priya ray and jessica something just because something and basically you can't even tell who did the scene and it was my scene they were just extra <laughs> so yeah i felt like i was fucking snubbed on that too but it was cool it was a great performance it was a great movie and fucking riley still is so hot oh my god she is fucking gorgeous now that that girl is a bombshell like she's one of those girls like i just feel like she's just gorgeous no makeup no nothing i'm just like mm, she can get it too I don't know if she fucks black chicks, but, you know, <laughs> if she did. Shout out to Riley, Riley Phil. <laughs> Let's talk about a production that you certainly didn't get snubbed on. The production is One Lucky Bastard, a reverse gangbang for Black Market. Oh, yeah. That was pretty dope. So, basically, me... Tori Taylor. Um, oh my god, I can't even remember all the girls' names that was in it. I just remember Tori Taylor and Callie Sweet. Oops, I'm sorry. But it was a really it was it was super hot. What I didn't like about it though, and this is just me being honest, was the fact that we didn't really get to go ham on him like gang bang style. Gang bang ham on him the way guys do it. Because if you ever see guys the way they treat the girl in the gang bang, it's like super rough. It's like opening her mouth, shoving yeah. stick in it, you know, like, fucking both holes and shit. Like, he was all like, no, I'm gonna line you guys up, and then I'm gonna come around. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? This is not a gangbang. <laughs> like, I don't know where you've seen gangbangs at, but this is you not a gangbang. Cause we're supposed to, I wanted to, I wanted to slap his face, spit in his mouth. I wanted to sit on his face. I wanted to fucking tell my girls to fucking ride his dick. I wanted to smack his chest. I wanted to fuck him up. 
I want to, <laughs> I wanted to demolish him the way I have been demolished. <laughs> so the next time I'm in a reverse gangbang, I'm going to do everything that they get to do to us. I'm going to spit in his mouth. I'm going to slap his fucking face. I'm going to tell my girls to fucking ride his cock like crazy. I'm going to destroy him. Like, like I feel like, you know, every time I do a gangbang, my makeup's ruined. Like, if guys could wear makeup, I want to fuck up his face and ruin it. You know, like, <laughs> that's the type of shit I want to do. My dream gangbang. That's too funny. <laughs> Chanel Hart, you're too much for all of us right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your website, ChanelHartTripleX.com. What can the listeners and uh, your fans tuning in right now expect from your site besides a really rough reverse gangbang in the future, maybe? In the future, maybe. Um, you can expect a lot of hot stuff on my site. Um, I do a lot of IR stuff for my site. Um, I like it to be really... I like it to be me, you know? Like, And I'm really just normal and I'm sweet and I just happen to be a freak. So I like, I like that I can just be myself when it comes to my website you know i don't have to be a character or be something i'm not or act a certain way you know i can kind of just go and maneuver and do things the way i like to do them um i actually have a super hot update right now with tommy utah who has an awesome beer can dick like it's thick and it's like it's like a beer can and it's fucking awesome and he hits the spot really good so yeah if you're a member if all my members, you know, I hope they enjoy it as much as I did. <laughs> right now, I want to have pillow talk with Chanel Hart. And I want to talk about some of uh, sort of like the issues going on in the industry. And uh, we talked about race a couple of questions ago. And uh, mm -hmm. I want to sort of continue that discussion and uh, explore race through the eyes of a black female performer in the adult industry. There are a lot of things um, that some of your fellow performers in the business get sort of financially compensated a little bit more than, well, I'll put it this way. A lot of the white female talent in the industry get financially compensated for a lot of things that, unfortunately, the black female talent doesn't. And there's a, there is a bit of uh, a uh, change as far as pay rate when it comes to performers of color versus non-performers of color what's your take on that being a performer of color in the industry um well honestly i don't think i don't think i get paid any less than anybody you know like i don't think it's that and per se i can say that they do get better opportunities um they get the option to be in like oh this is my first ir you know and shit like that when me my first scene was ir you know nobody asked me if i wanted to do it nobody asked me it wasn't an option basically for me you know Correct. I didn't have and the some being like, white oh. performers also charge more for their ir scenes Exactly, exactly. And I wish that I would have actually been smarter about it because that is something that I would have done differently. I would have waited to do IR. I would have made it a big thing just the way these white girls do. Like, I should have just made it a big thing and upped my rate for it. Because at the end of the day, it should be like that. If, if it's like that for them and they can charge $1,200 for a regular boy-girl scene with a, just because a guy is black, then I should be able to do the same thing because that guy is white. Like, that shit, like that shit, is fucking stupid to me. Like I don't even know who came up with these rules, but they suck. Like, and and that's just another example of the racial inequality. You know, like that makes no sense. You know, so they all get like, you know, and even you know, and some of them don't even realize it. Cause I was talking to my friend, she's like, man, so you don't get a first IR, you don't get a first this. I'm like, girl, no. She's like, cause I'm stable, my first IR anal. What? That's a thing. So you could they can do you in your in your badge, but but really, really, you're saving your anal. Okay. So yeah, that's a problem. But I honestly, every set that I've been on and I've worked with girl I've done girl girl IR scenes, I've never felt like they may have got paid more than me. I truly honestly believe that we got the same amount of money. Okay. Just, you know, the opportunity is just different for them. They get different opportunities than I would. They get to be the face of something, and they get to be contract girls, whereas 
I'm probably not going to have the opportunity. You know, I probably won't ever be a contract girl for nobody. You know, even Misty Stone, who's been in this industry for eight fucking nine years, I think. She's because we were saying eight last year. I think she's been in the industry for over nine years and she just got penthouse pets. How how fucking crazy is that? Like I'm I'm just FYI, probably between me and you, I am not staying in the industry eight years waiting for no shit like that. Fuck that. I'm not gonna be around. I'm gonna be well moved on with my life because that's not cool, you know, like that's not fair. How fair is that to her? And I do think it it has everything to do with race. She has to feel she has to actually be Misty Stone. Whereas in reality, they shoot girls and girls are penthouse pets and nobody has ever heard of these bitches. Mm-hmm. You know, I've looked at covers and I'm like, I don't even know this girl, but she's penthouse pet. Okay. <laughs> That's not okay. You're speaking the truth. No, I, I am 100% agreeing mm-hmm. with everything that you're saying. So, since we're on the topic of race, something that I'm kind of curious to pick your brain about is uh, interracial. Interracial is a huge niche in the industry right now. I mean, it's incredibly popular and unfortunately Mm -hmm. in my opinion black on black scenes seem to have disappeared making way for interracial popularity what's your take on the state of black on black erotica it's not around nobody is shooting it and when they are shooting it they want to lowball us because the companies aren't making enough money you know, like, and how fair is that? And then what sucks the most about it is that when we, when we do get to do these black-on-black scenes, it's never nothing beautiful. It's always something hella raunchy and, like, ghetto and stuff. Like, I don't like that shit. And, you know, I'll be very honest. So, about two weeks ago, I shot a, a movie called My Black Babysitter. And I got the cover for it. And I was disappointed that I got the cover for it. Because... I'm tired of getting the covers on just black on black shit. You know, like I'm going to get the cover for some shit that's like IR and it's just like a bunch of different girls and there's actually diversity. But being chosen because I'm one of the prettiest black girls sucks every time. It never gets good. Like it never feels good. You know, like I'll never be like, oh my God, it feels so good to just be one of the good black girls that are working. Like, no, I don't feel like that. I feel like we all should be working. You know, we all should be doing well in this industry. And the fact that there is none of that being made, it sucks. And and honestly, I don't even think it has anything to do with, like, the consumer. Because everybody likes to blame the consumer. Oh, the consumers aren't going to buy that. We can't market that. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Because if you made quality stuff and it was worth looking at, people would buy it. People would watch it. You know, like, it's, it's not like that. And right now like black.com is like a really big thing or whatever and like mm-hmm. girls are like oh i'm saving this for blacks and blah 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 why isn't there a reverse of the site where it's black girls and white guys you know and then if you talk to the people who own it well i'm not even going to say the people who own it but if you talk to other people they're like oh there's not enough black girls blah 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 i feel like it's just excuses yeah it's i don't believe i've heard the excuse me. before of there's not enough black girls and i don't believe that for one bit and the weird thing about the industry as a whole is and i think a lot of people don't realize this is that the adult industry classifies interracial as a black man with a white woman black yes, girls uh, black or i should say black women and white men that's not really considered interracial which is which is crazy or even if even a, a black man with a latina or something or an asian yeah, exactly. woman it's not considered interracial it, which is mind-boggling to me that is same here same here mind-boggling to me as well because that doesn't make any sense because interracial is mixing races like you said. exactly exactly and you want to know something some woman told me and i'll never forget it she said, well, we'd be wanting to shoot black girls. She's like, but they always ask us to get the girl, black girls with white features. Do you know how infuriated wow. she made me inside? I was on set, so I couldn't fucking get with her the way I needed to. So I couldn't really tell her off. But at the end of the day, that's not a black girl. If you meet a black girl and she has white features, she's biracial. I don't know where the fuck you've been at, bitch, but that is not a black girl. Okay, like, I don't know what block you've been around, but I'm going to need you to call it for what it is. Like, I'm, I'm going to need you to be honest. You know, like, I'm, it, was, it was crazy that she said this to me. I'm like, so I guess my black features aren't good enough. So I guess my round nose and my lips 
aren't good enough. You know, like it it sucks that it's still like this for us. This is 2015. Like you would think we have came so much further than that. And you know, people are always like, you know, so why isn't there enough girls working and stuff? Shit, I be wanting to quit and I'm Chanel Hart. <laughs> so I couldn't imagine some girl getting in this business and having to feel the way I feel, you know, and she's not working as much and she's not as successful as I have been. You know, like, I, I know she'd want to quit. I know she'd want to give it all up. Like, there's no point. You know, I got friends, like, girls who tried to get in the industry, and they're just like, oh, you know, it's not working out. I'm not working enough. I know plenty of girls who's quit in the last year because they're not, because they're black and they're not working enough. It's not fair. It's not fair. I would really love to be a part of a black production that portrayed me in a beautiful way. Like... I feel like this, the work that they produce over at Black is amazing. I feel like they make all the girls look beautiful. It's never dirty looking. You know, it looks super clean and super high class. And I want the same for us. That's all. I want the same for us. I'm loving the answers. Chanel Hart, you're bringing it tonight. I appreciate the honesty. I feel like I'm being so serious. You want me to lighten things up? But oh, no, it's okay. I just, I just, I don't, I just want everybody to know, like, you know, there, there's more to it than just acting like a whore. That's very true. You know, well, you kind of got to be smart. No, I completely agree with you. And before we move away from the topic of race, another point that I want to discuss with you, because I'd love to get your take on it, is the titles that they give uh, productions, the titles that they give black on black productions, the titles that they give. They suck interracial productions they suck they suck they suck period point blank all the titles suck i looked at my filmography like this was probably like four months ago and i was mad i was like what the fuck is this black cherry cheerleader uh hot black chicks love huge white dicks what the fuck is that why is that even a title like why is it so long <laughs> <laughs> that. Like, I'm like, they are serious with these stupid ass titles. Like, it, it, it hurts a little part of me. It hurts. And then, uh, this one, it's like Sisters. What is it? Sisters Love White Cock or something like that. I'm like, Sisters with the A? Sisters with the A for real? Like, that's as embraces as they get. <laughs> so. Yeah, all my porn titles suck. Um, I, it, it's disappointing, you know, but at the same time, it pays my bills. So, like, I can't really choose the title and be too much of a bitch about it because I want to work, you know? Like, I, I still want to be an active performer. So, the titles is definitely... It, but if interracial is a problem, you know, hell, that's what comes along with it. That's what comes along with those interracial problems is the fact that it comes with fucked up titles, fucked up stigmas behind it. So moving away from race, but sort of still in a serious territory, I want to talk about condoms and the industry. What's your take on whether condoms should or should not be used in adult productions? Um, I feel like it should be a choice. I don't feel like it should be something that the, you know, the state regulates or, you know, the government regulates. I do feel like it should be a choice because I do know girls who are allergic to latex. I do know girls who don't like anal like that. So... I think it's just about personal preference. I don't think it should be like, oh, that's not okay. I mean, yes, there's diseases, but there's always been diseases every since the very beginning of times, you know, before there was condoms and stuff. So I just want to trust my, my peers, you know, and I hope that they would trust me the same way to know that we want to keep each other safe. I feel like the problem is when you get irresponsible people who don't, respect the body you know like they don't respect the body and understand it so they're just out here all willy-nilly so i just hope that all my peers and the people who i've, I've come into contact with i just hope that they all just stay responsible because it's been good so far i haven't caught anything which is a good thing <laughs> yeah it is yeah it is <laughs> i'm sitting here talking to my homegirl she's like yeah she's like i don't know so many people with gonorrhea i'm like you do <laughs> you know that many you know so many people with gonorrhea right now that is kind of weird <laughs> so yeah I just said that <laughs> that's too funny but yeah so I just hope that all my peers respect 
our bodies, you know, they respect themselves enough to make good decisions because I know that I want to make nothing but good decisions and I want to, I don't want nothing. I don't want to give nothing to nobody. So I just hope we all can share that same mutual respect. Let's talk about romance and the industry. How difficult is it to be in a romantic relationship while working in the adult industry? It is very difficult. I mean, as you can imagine, even when the guys say, oh, it doesn't matter, it fucking matters. <laughs> he can say it doesn't matter all he wants, but as soon as he sees something he don't like or you say something he doesn't like, oh, you'll be the biggest slut in the world. And right now, I'm actually not trying to date right now. I don't want to be romantically involved with anybody right now because I don't want to be responsible for nobody else's feelings. I'm 21 and I'm pretty much on my own journey right now. So the last thing I want to do is be making decisions and then have to turn around and ask somebody, well, how do you feel about that? Is it okay if I do that? I mean, how would that make you feel? Like, fuck that. I don't have time for that shit. You can accept me for who I am and what I got going on or you can keep it moving. That's how I feel. I don't want to be romantically involved. It's too difficult. It's too, it's too hard to, to be emotional with somebody. Like, even now, you know, guys are like, I miss you. I'm just like, no, but why do you miss me? Because I don't feel the same way. I don't share those feelings. And I think because I work in the industry, it's getting easier to separate. It's getting easier to separate romance and sex, you know, so even guys who I'm like casually fucking, I'm like, mm, I don't really miss you. Uh, I don't really share all these feelings. And something that I've actually discovered recently is like, guys always think like, they're like, oh my God, our chemistry is so amazing. I don't think they understand that I'm a big part of the chemistry. It's me. Like they think that they're doing work copy, but it's me. It's me looking in their eyes. It's me touching them where I'm touching. It's I'm pretty much giving all that sexual energy, you know? So guys are like, oh, it's our chemistry. I'm like, no, it's my sexual energy. But if you want to take some credit, you can. <laughs> uh, so my romantic life is kind of not so romantic. Aw, we need to get Chanel Hart on The Bachelorette or some shit. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> not to deal with, like, 20 whining-ass men. I just, I don't really care for that right now. I mean, when you're doing something like this, I mean, I'm satisfied, you know, like sexually, yeah. I'm satisfied. Emotionally, I'm pretty fucking happy. I fucking, I got my own life right now. And that's something that I never take for granted, you know? So any downtime I do get to be alone and to just write and zone out, I take that opportunity. You know, I don't be sitting there like, oh man, I wish I had somebody to talk to. And I'm very self-sufficient. You know, like, my mom taught me about me time, so I can appreciate my alone time. Yeah. And that I didn't, makes sense. I didn't move, yeah, and I didn't move to California to be in a relationship, so I think that's another reason, like, why I haven't been in one, or I haven't met a good guy, because, you know, it's kind of like the universe's way of telling me, like, that's not what you're here for. This is not what you're supposed to be focusing on right now. You're supposed to be focusing on this and what you got going on in front of you. Exactly. I haven't had a boyfriend since high school. <laughs> I haven't had a boyfriend since high school and me and my ex are still cool so i mean if i wanted romance i can call him up and pretend and fake it for like an hour <laughs> until i get sick of him and then i can be like okay i'll call you back <sighs> so, yeah no romance for me and that's how you want it which is very respectful yeah i do and I don't think it's fair, Poppy. Like, how fair is it that I'm sharing my body and my life with other people and then have to go home to somebody? You know, like, unless I can find a guy who's into swinging and being a voyeur, mm -hmm. then that's probably not going to happen. That's understandable. You know? and that's, yeah, so, I mean, unless I can find a guy who's, like, we're equally yoked, then I can see it working out. But right now, guys, civilian guys especially, they couldn't handle it. Like, even, I meet, I'll meet a guy on something crazy, like Instagram, and, like, we'll talk for, like, a week, and then he's like, oh, who's that dude leaving them kissy marks on your page? Like, what? I'm a fucking porn star. Like, there's, like, 10,000 dudes leaving kissy marks on my pictures. Like, I can't, I can't be bothered with that. Like, I can't. They're like, oh, but, I mean, I saw the passion that you, that you gave him. What? 
stop it. Like, I don't need you to be so emotionally involved in my work. Then you looking at my work, wondering if I suck you the same or if I do that with you, like I'm doing with him. Like, I don't have time for it. I don't have time. And I'm a stoner, too. So when I'm, like, smoking weed, I'm really just, like, nonchalant about everything. I don't care about everything. I'd be like, I don't care. Fuck it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I've had guys like, oh, that's how you argue? Like, you just shut down? I'm like, dude, I don't need to argue with you. Like, I'm 21. Like, what the fuck am I going to argue with you for? That's the beauty of being young and beautiful. <laughs> that's funny. That's the beauty of being young and beautiful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. So let's move away from the serious questions and let's head under the covers with Chanel Hart and talk about uh, mm. sex and sexuality and a bit more about the quirks of uh, Chanel Hart. So I want to start off this set of questions by asking, uh, what's the most awkward thing about having sex on camera? Gosh, um, staying pretty the whole time. Like sometimes I'd be like, I'd be, like, on top of something, and I'm, like, riding it, and I'm, like, let me fix my hair real quick, you know, like, wipe the sweat off me real quick. <laughs> so, I feel like I, I try to stay beautiful through my scenes. During some of my scenes, I feel like it gets kind of awkward when I'm, like, trying to stay pretty. That's the thing about porn. You shouldn't really try to stay pretty, because when you try, it's not very, it's not always very successful, because you're doing so much, and you're sweaty, and your eyelashes are falling off, and your hair is getting frizzy, and... <laughs> sometimes I'd be like trying to fix myself like on a sneak tip like when the camera's like not directly on my face I'm like let me fix my hair real quick let me wipe the sweat off my forehead <laughs> so it gets kind of it gets a little it gets a little funny a little awkward when I'm trying to maneuver that that's too funny who has possessed the biggest dick that you've had so far as a scene partner easy question Shane Diesel okay that is Daddy Diesel. He's like breeding girls. <laughs> <laughs> For real. But like that man is huge. Like he's huge. And it's a good thing like he's experienced, you know, because he knows what to do with it. He's not all super awkward or like trying to hurt you and like force it in. Like he's a grown man, so he knows how to take his time and it and he tries really really actually he does a good job at getting a girl like horny and like taking her there. So that way, when he do start to put it in, you won't be as afraid. But yeah, I took Shane Diesel's big cock and my little tiny pussy, and I have a little pussy, it, like it's small. <laughs> and he, um, and he, and he sucked the shit out of it. So yeah, it was, it was awesome. It's for Bang Bros, so you guys can check that out on BangBros.com. Brown Bunny. So that was bigger than what did you call the other guy? The the beer can. Yeah, yeah. He's so this is like yeah, a wine yeah. bottle or some shit. Yeah, damn near, dude. His shit's like okay, so okay, so not a beer can, but like, like two monster cans in one. Like you know, like the big like monster. Oh, the cans. monster like, uh, energy drink. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like if he had two of those, like on top of each other, <laughs> it's like thick and it's long. So yeah, he's a big boy. In your opinion, what's the allure of uh, getting a facial? at the end of a scene what, like the lore like what you know like you mean like for me or for like the people watching for both actually i'd love to get uh, your take on on both i think guys like it because it's dirty and it's something that they don't normally do so i think guys like the see it because it's a really nasty thing you know like it's visually nasty <laughs> to like kind of squirt it's, and it's, and it's kind of like I don't want to use the term disrespectful but it's kind of like you know putting a girl in her place <laughs> so to speak I don't want to call it disrespect but something like that but for me personally um, what I do like about the facial is I feel like it is a really sexy part of the movie you know like that's basically how we're going to end the movie so during that moment I get I really get to kind of turn it up a notch you know where I'm like begging for his come and I'm like telling him like please come on my face give it to me blah 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 so I feel like that is like that's what does it for me that's when I get to talk the most dirty and it sounds super sexy you know <laughs> honestly how often do you actually come on set um, I try to always come at least once. I always aim for just one good orgasm, you know, like at some point. 
whether it's like a certain position of mine that I like or anything. Um, I'm a really big fan of oral. I love guys who give good oral. So <laughs> if a guy really want to please me during our scene, I would really like if he did it and did it right and did it like he was super happy to do it. I want him to dive in it, you know, like nose first. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about Chanel Hart. Um, I'm a really big Marvel fan. <laughs> so I don't know if everybody knows that, but I'm pretty nerdy. So I like a lot of comic book stuff. Um, I'm a really big action movie whore. I like action movies. I like hot guys who kick ass. That's what I like. Very cool. So I don't know if people know that, but that's definitely something about me. Um, quirky. I don't know. I like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't even. I'm I'm normal. Fuck that. I'm normal. <laughs> That's my excuse. Fuck that. I don't have no answer for that because I'm normal. I don't have nothing quirky about me. <laughs> <laughs> Describe yourself in 10 words or less. I am. What is that? Two words already. I am smart, beautiful. Family-oriented, ambitious, slutty. <laughs> I am laid back. I am, I don't know, I got two more words. So in two other words, I am, I don't know, spontaneous. Oh, and brave. I'm super brave. I'm a risk taker for sure. Like, I read online that, you know, normally girls in my industry, people who work in my industry were normally risk takers, were people who are more likely to take risks with our lives and stuff. And that's totally right. I'm a risk taker. As we start wrapping things up, I have this list of pop culture-oriented questions that are designed to allow listeners and your fans tuning in to get to know some of your favorites. So the first question in this set is, uh, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Oh my god, I'm a TV whore. I love TV. So, right now, I'm super excited. The following just ended. Oh, the series finale was, like, so crazy for me. I was, like, on edge messy the entire time. The following, um, The Flash. I love The Flash. I watched Rain also, which is basically a show about Queen Mary. It, like, takes place in, like, the 1800s and stuff, but it's an awesome show. They, they have, like, awesome dresses. The fashion is really dope. And my other two favorite shows, I have an all-time favorite, which is Once Upon a Time. I've been a fan of Once Upon a Time since the very first episode and the very first season. So I'm a super, super duper Once Upon a Time fan. And let's see, last but not least, I really like, okay, this is kind of lame, but I sat on Netflix and I binge-watched a show called Starcross. And it was a super lame show, but I totally enjoyed it and, like, it was so lame that there's not even going to be a second season. So I just watched the whole first season for no reason. And, and loved it. And I actually liked it. So those are my five. The following, The Flash, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, I can't name them all, but that was it. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. The Flash and Once Upon a Time are two shows that we actually have. Uh, shows that air on the station that are based on those shows. Who's your favorite character? Nice. This is just me being nosy. Who's your favorite character on Once Upon a Time? My favorite character is Rumpelstiltskin, the dark one. Mm. I like him mostly when he's being the dark one because he gets to be, like, clever. And I like, I'm a big fan of, like, visual effects and stuff, and I yeah. really enjoy the way they make his skin look like his skin kind of looks like a snake skin, you know? Like, it looks, yeah. like, really gross and stuff. So, <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin is my favorite, and the Evil Queen is my second favorite because I loved how she grew. She went from being a total bitch to just half of a bitch, and that is progress. <laughs> I agree. I love Regina. She's my favorite. Yeah. I'm really excited, though, because um, I'm a super fan. I just want to get this out there. Um, I'm really excited about next season because I'm happy that Henry is actually going to be the author. So I think that's really freaking dope. <laughs> and what about uh, Emma's The Dark One? That is going to be cool, too, though. Like, and then everybody's... So I'm excited because I feel like the journey next season is going to be basically trying to get Emma to be good again, to come back into the light. 
But I'm excited to see Emma go dark, though, because it is going to be something different for her. Like, you know, good always wins. So let's see what happens when a good goes bad. I agree. It's definitely something different to watch, though, for shiz. Yeah, I can't wait. And I'm glad they brought uh, the Wicked Witch back. Yeah, Zelina, she's a, she's a fucking bitch, though, man. I'm like, dude, really? I hated the fact that she was pretending to be Miriam the entire time. I'm like, we were frozen over. You know, there was like an ice block, and you're just pretending to be the wife. If we would have knew that she was the wife, Regina would have let her die and not have brought her back to life. Exactly. Uh, it's a tough that's gamble. A that's what happens with the yeah. long con. <laughs> True story. Exactly. But on The Flash, just for the record, my favorite character from The Flash is Cisco. I love Cisco. I hope I marry a guy who's like Cisco. <laughs> he's cute. He's cute. He's quirky. And he comes up with good super, super villain names. All right now. Shout out to Cisco. <laughs> Chanel Hart is looking for you. I am. <laughs> Who are four of your all time favorite music artists? All time. Um. Let me think, let me think. Little Wayne, for sure, because um, I get pretty gangster when I'm in the car by myself, just in case no one knew. <laughs> I get I all gangster it. and stuff in the car. Yeah, so I like Little Wayne. I listen to a lot of East Coast music, so I'm really a Biggie fan. You know, Tupac's cool, too. Um, I'm really feeling Justine Sky right now. She's, like, one of my favorite new starlets. Like, she's just coming up in the game, and I'm. she's really going to... She's, like... I feel like she's going to be, like, a really good R&B artist of my time, you know, like, of my 20s and stuff. So I'm excited to see her grow. And, and, and Brandy, like, even though Brandy is, like, sometimes a singer and she's an actress, I love Brandy. I adore her. I think I follow her on Instagram, and I think everything about Brandy is wonderful. And for those of you who don't know, Brandy is actually performing Chicago as Roxy Hart. So she's basically mm -hmm. on Broadway right now in New York, which is awesome. And I'm like, she deserves it. Like, I love all the people who I've seen come and go in the music industry. I feel like she's been nothing but consistent, and she, and she deserves that. So I love Brandy. <laughs> and she was the first black Cinderella. I mean, duh, how can I not love her? <laughs> what are three of your most favorite films? Three of my favorite movies. Um, I'm a really big fan of the Die Hard series. Um, I love me some Bruce Willis because he's older and he's fine and he kicks ass. Um, I feel the same way about um, Transporter as well. Like Jason Statham, me and him should make little mulatto babies. So if he's listening, he should come find me so he can come in me. But anyway, <laughs> so Die Hard, Transporter, um, the Avengers is fucking amazing and I look forward to it and even though this film has not came out yet I feel like it's going to be one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time and it's going to be well not Marvel DC Comics Batman versus Superman so yay what are two foods you can't live without macaroni and cheese and chicken yeah I said it chicken <laughs> I like it baked fried all that <laughs> and what is one of your guilty pleasures oh cookies i like i could like eat oreos like i can eat a whole world oreos like by myself in one night and i know that's like not super terrible but that's pretty much my guilty pleasure chanel hart is a bad girl yes i like cookies <laughs> <laughs> i do What's next for Chanel Hart? What can the listeners and the fans that are tuning in right now expect from you in the near future, over the summer and beyond? Um, they can expect lots of hot themes coming from me. Um, this summer, I have a couple new releases coming out. One will be with Girls Way. Um, it's actually a really hot theme. Myself and Raina Sky get it on, and it's very hot, very passionate. Um as well as my website too you know like i'm gonna keep filming for that i'm gonna keep making awesome productions for it so i got a lot for everybody to look forward to i just want to keep growing so just if you like me grow with me that's how i feel how can your fans reach you where can they find you on the web social networking all of the goodies you guys can check out my website at chanelhartxx.com 
you can follow my Twitter at Chanel Hart Triple X. And you can follow my Instagram at Chanel period Hart. Fantastic. Well, Chanel, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are listening right now? Um, I just want to say thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks for supporting me. And I'll be here until hell, until it's over, until this journey ends. Awesome. Well, Chanel, I certainly want to thank you so much for this interview. Thank you, Poppy. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. You're welcome. And certainly the door is open for more. We'd love to have you back on maybe sometime later this year so that you can update us as well as the listeners and your fans on what you've been up to. Okay, awesome. Sounds good. I'd love to come back. Fantastic. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into In Bed with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of In Bed with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. Chanel Hart, and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night. Thanks for listening to In Bed with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular female performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.